1: Hi there and welcome to So I Got To Thinking, the weekly podcast where we take the questions of Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City and ask, are they still relevant to life and love today? You are joined by Il Cantinoro, Juna Dawson and Il Cantonori, Dylan B. Jones. <laughs> Hi.
2: Hi. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. You joined me in the middle of hysterics. I don't know what's going was on. It Il,
2: was it Il Cantinori that did it? <laughs>
1: Must be. Who knows? <laughs> um, I, I've got a sugary drink. Maybe I'm having a sugar rush. I, I don't know what's happening, but I'm borderline hysterical. I think it's the so heat gonna as be well. Fun.
2: We were just talking about the humidity. The hu- humid, humid heat makes me slightly wild and makes me a bit delirious.
1: It is. And do you know, Dylan, that this week um, it would have been my Hindu? Oh. So yeah. So it's been what a what a shit week. And next week would have been my wedding. So oh, let's not think about that. Yeah. So maybe maybe I've lost my. I got that mind. <laughs> and if if we could all pray for rain on June the 6th, oh, gosh, I would yeah. be delighted. Nothing would make me happier than torrential rain on June the 6th. I would stand at the window. Yeah, I would love it. I would love nothing more. Hail if possible. Mm-hmm. You join us as we discuss season two, episode thirteen, the games people play.
2: Yeah, another—it's a home run these last two episodes for season two. Just both so good.
1: It's, I wonder if there was there was. Let's—I'm not going to lie, Dylan. There was a little murky dip in the middle. Oh yeah. But look, look looking at the episodes we've got left, it is. We are on the downward stretch now. We are... It's all building up to the season finale now. It's all killer, no filler now.
2: Yeah, yeah. And maybe that was just the problem with those few episodes that we hated. Like maybe they were just because it was visibly t- time wasting some of it wasn't it and that was what annoyed us
1: i mean there were there were clues that there were cracks starting to appear in big and carrie's relationship you know and last week of course she has cut him free and it very much brings us into where we find carrie this week <laughs> in a scene i found all too familiar when her friends tell her we can't handle your bullshit anymore
2: um sarah jessica park is great in this scene like in this montage of her just being like and, and you know, I'm a thing. I've got to poof. I'm like, <laughs> we've all done it and we've all seen it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am the best thing he has ever had. He <laughs> will regret breaking up with me. He will die. And his last thought will be, oh, my God. And as well, I love that sometimes she poofs hailing a cab. Yeah. <laughs> she just, she can't stop poofing.
2: <laughs> and there's always that question, like, when do we tell them to shut up?
1: <laughs> well, it's happened to me twice. I mean, God, I mean... If anybody questions Sex in the City's realism, twice I have been told by friends, Juna, <laughs> you might need a professional. Oh my god. Um, once was once was real well, when I started to confide in my friends that I thought I might be trans. Right. And I think they were f- Fully justified in saying, "Oh my God, we love you and we support you. We are here for you, but you should probably speak to someone who knows what they're talking about." Yeah, and I, and I did. Yeah,
2: I think Carrie's um, reluctance to speak to a shrink, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is quite telling, and it shows how much things have changed now.
1: Yeah, and I mean the line Stan- Stanford says, "How can you not have a shrink?" Yeah, what I think the line should have been read is, "How can you not
2: have a shrink?" <laughs> yeah, the already. most
1: neurotic woman in Manhattan
2: and I love it's... I love as well when they're sat at that outside like bar And she just, like, offhandly says to Miranda, like, oh, I understand why you see a shrink, because you're always in your head. And Miranda's like, what?
1: Um, I mean, again, how? (laughs) How does Carrie Bradshaw... Although maybe, again, maybe you're absolutely right. And I must admit, I didn't think of this. Maybe this really is a sign that in the last 20 years, either we have gotten much, much better at acknowledging we all have mental health, some of us have mental illness, and, you know... Now, there is no shame whatsoever in going to see a therapist. You know, I've seen two. A lot of my friends have. I mean, it's a very privileged thing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think I twice have seen private therapists. I know people who have seen NHS therapists. They've had to wait an awfully long time for their first appointment. Yeah. And I've noticed, and this is so fucking typical of the state, of the Tory NHS at the moment, is one of my friends who had really extreme bereavement issues was putting group therapy with other people who had been recently bereaved. Mm. So on the NHS now, you you don't even get one-to-one. Sometimes you will get one-to-six therapy. I, had, I don't know about um, you, but I wouldn't want to talk about my bereavement in front of five other people.
2: God, no, yeah. I had a really hard time at the start of this year and looked into getting an NHS therapist and it was a three-month waiting list and I was like well three months is not now like three months in three months everything will be completely different so Again, I'm in the privileged position that I could get a private therapist. Interestingly, it wasn't for me and didn't really help.
1: (laughs) um, Well, you have a podcast now. Yeah. This is is our therapy. (laughs) But
2: it's different for everyone, isn't it? And like, also, I think it might be to do with the fact that my mum is a psychologist. And I think I kind of know too much if that makes sense. Like everything he taught everything this therapist told me, I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but I don't know.
1: So I, the, the first time round, I auditioned therapists. Mm. Um, the, the second time, actually I clicked straight away with my therapist because I knew well, I need a queer therapist.
2: Right, yeah. You know,
1: I need, so that's something I learned when I was in London, which is I can't be fucked to explain what, it is to be queer, or what grinder is? You know, I, I just I don't have the time in my life to explain grinder to straight cisgender people. Um,
2: and God knows, like you need to talk about grinder in therapy.
1: <laughs> it's why I needed therapy. Dude. And um, so yeah, the second time around when I moved to Brighton, I knew straight away that I was. And you, you, there were signs like, I specialize in dealing with queer trauma. And I was like, well, then you are most likely to be <laughs> queer, kind of. So that's that's how I found the second one. And again, I really benefited so much. I'm not in therapy at the moment. I'm not due to Miss Rona, but due to the fact that I fell. And this happened with my first therapist as well, that I was kind of in the end going for a bit of a gossip Right, and, yeah. And I felt we had maybe done as much as we can, but it's very reassuring to me to know that there is a man in Hove who mm. is there if I need him. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, but it's
1: interesting that Carrie is so against it, and I wonder why.
2: A really nice line, really genuinely funny line from Stamford. Um when she asks him why Gwyneth Paltrow has a therapist, and he says mm-hmm. she suffers from high self-esteem.
1: <laughs> and that was 1999, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, my God, this is pre-goop, my But every, God.
2: But it's one of those things that makes you remember, like, it is such a well-written show. Like, that's so funny. Mm. <laughs> um, I
1: wonder if they had to get clearance.
2: Yeah, I always wonder these things when they mention celeb names. I um, think
1: they must have. I think they must have needed to run it past...
2: Um I hate Dr. G. Mm. Carrie's therapist, Dr. G is nasty.
1: <laughs> we, we only see her once. Yeah. But she is not not a woman that I would want to open up to.
2: No. No, not at all.
1: And it, yes, there is a, there is a slight accusation in there when when in Carrie's first session, um th- I mean clearly these two women are not getting along. No. Um but she very quickly and i know it's for tv i don't think a real therapist would do this but she very quickly makes a judgment on carrie which is you know the thing these terrible <clears throat> men have in common is you yeah maybe they're not the problem maybe you're the problem kind of it's not that these men are bad it's that you seek out bad men yeah which is really judgmental and actually if you told somebody that in their first session the chances of them coming back for a second session i think are <laughs> slim to not i also so thought it's actually bad business
2: i also thought, yeah, like it's- way too much for a first session (laughs) like Mm -hmm. um i do enjoy the second time carrie comes um and wears a special dress for john bon jovi who we'll talk about oh
1: my god yeah
2: um and then dr Dr. g says well you're dressed up
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's that is the kind of fucked up thing that i would do as well (laughs) um I love her hair extensions. Her hair extensions are really working for me in this episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she meets Seth as played by John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Um, who was, who had very clearly assigned an actor to get him acting roles. Because of course, the year after this, he showed up in Ally McBeal as well.
2: Yeah. I and mean, do you know what? Like he wasn't, he's not bad as uh, acting. No.
1: <laughs> he's... I, I would describe his performance as subtle. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: In that he's, there is a slight Novocaine quality to his acting. Yeah. I kind um, of
2: like, I like it when Carrie's single. I like her having adventures. I really can't wait until we get to um, the episode with, is it Power Lad? The, co- the oh comic book guy. Oh my God.
1: Oh yeah. He makes me feel a bit physically sick, but I love. Go on. I just
2: love that though. Yes, please, mm. Mrs. Adams.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. She's gonna know where I. Gonna... <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, like I liked um, this little episode with with Bon Jovi. Interesting. So... Did, did you notice the color theory?
1: No. Go on.
2: So <laughs> this is. I mean, we're here to like overanalyze it, right? So maybe mm-hmm. this is like me going a bit mad in lockdown. But so the restaurant that they go to, they're sitting on blue and yellow chairs. And then at a later point, Carrie's wearing a blue and yellow outfit. And then they're playing Twister and their hands are on the blue and yellow dots. Now, blue represents calm and kind of cooling things. And yellow represents chaos and and conflict. Together, they represent dynamism. (laughs) So I'm not sure, like how deliberate that was, or whether I'm just like absurdly overreading it. But it was an You are, interesting... you
1: are very witchy, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna question your witchy powers.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, just an interesting little um colour theory there for Sex in the City.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this leads us to our question, which is let me get it right. Do you have to play games To make a relationship work Oh god and no And Ka- Carrie Carrie believes Dr. G Is accusing her Of being a game player mm. Which I didn't quite I'm not quite sure How Dr. G Got to that conclusion mm. But then that This opens up To the rest of the episode Where all the girls Are in some way Playing games And yes I And mean, Carrie does end up Having a game of Twister With, with Seth Before they have Some sexy sex
2: Yeah I thought it was quite sexy, that Twister scene. I liked it.
1: I do, and it's it, that's, <clears throat> it always sticks in my mind. You know, when I think of Sex and the City, I will think of Carrie and Bon Jovi... Yeah, same. ...playing Twister. Same. Which is a game, I think, for a lot of adolescents... It was such a sleepover staple, wasn't it? I think <laughs> yeah. probably quite a lot of people had some early body-on-body contact.
2: Oh, definitely. While, was,
1: while playing Twister, it, so it's a very formative game, I think. It
2: was Twister and Spin the Bottle, wasn't it?
1: Like, oh, 100%, yeah. Those
2: were the two.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. How does Dr. G get to the conclusion that Carrie is a game player? Um, is she a game player?
2: I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a reach from Dr. G. It um, is
1: a bit, and... You know, so the conclusions of Dr. G is that Carrie Carrie goes for the bad men and that she has to work on... I guess if I was Carrie's therapist, I would say, why is it you go for these unavailable men, Carrie? You know, is it that you don't really want to be loved? But unfortunately for Carrie, Seth's problem is that once he has sex with a woman, he loses all interest in her.
2: Yeah, and that's such a like... (laughs) that's so crushing isn't it when he says that like literally lying next to her after having had sex with her like what brutal like so brutal
1: (laughs) i mean brutal i mean i did love speaking going back to carrie's yellow hot pants i loved carrie's yellow hot pants i thought they were super super cute
2: oh yeah fab that was a really fab outfit Mm.
1: we are gonna take a little break and when we get back we will will answer that question do you need to play games in a relationship we'll see you in a minute Hi there and welcome back to So I Got To Thinking. This season we are being very generously sponsored by our good pals at Brighton Gin. And each week we are giving you a recipe for a cocktail that can be perfected with Brighton Gin. And this week we've got a dirty bastard, dirty martini. (laughs) That's right, I'm going to teach you how to make a dirty martini. It's not my fave, but here we go. You're going to need four to six green olives <laughs> oh. pitted, plus 25 millilitres of the brine.
2: Mm. See, this is up my street. I like a salty uh,
1: oh, beverage. Oh, for fuck's sake. Absolutely <laughs> not. 150 millilitres of Brighton gin and 25 millilitres of vermouth. Um, you will need to put two martini glasses in the fridge to chill. Thread the olives onto cocktail sticks and set aside. Fill a jug or mixing glass with the ice. Then pour in the gin, vermouth and brine. Stir until the outside of the jug feels cold. Taste to make sure it's icy cold and you're happy with the dilution. Strain the mixture into the chilled glasses and garnish with the olive skewers. I would rather drink my own piss. But it will be <laughs> delicious with Brighton gin.
2: Are you, you're a sweet... Girl, aren't you? And I'm a savoury boy.
1: I like almost medicinal. Mm. So I like them to feel slightly, almost, dare (laughs) I say, a little bit tasteless. Um, Because I I don't like sugary. Sugary is not, I cannot be doing with drinks which set my teeth on edge. Um, But I I like Negronis. Aperol Spritz? um, Yep. Vodka tonics. Yeah. You know, very...
2: Sort of almost a little bit bitter, but not savoury. Yeah, I would
1: always take bitter over, but not salty, dear God. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, back to the games people play. Yeah. So this week Carrie is asking, do we need to make do we need to play games to make relationships work? I think this is one of those questions we can answer really quickly, Dylan. No. No. Hey, we've done it. We've, we've solved the question. Yeah. Um, I would go so far as to say playing games with people in relationship is a fucking stupid idea, unless that game is Animal Crossing, which is lovely, <laughs> and has very much got Max and I through lockdown. Oh, so. same
2: with me and Chris. That yeah. woman in the Vox Pops who was like, I told him that I wanted to be married by Christmas and then he didn't, so I got pregnant. Is What? Like, no. <laughs> Stop it.
1: I mean... If the question was, "Is game playing a form of abuse?" Then yes. Yes, yes, I would. I would go as far as to say it is. Um, I mean, I think some of us we do enter into it. The 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 other woman in the Vox Pop, and who knew the Vox Pops were going to make a comeback? <laughs> but here they are. Um, the first woman and man who are like, you know, I had a really good day, but I waited two days to send her a message, and then she's like, "That bastard didn't message me for two days, so I waited five days." Mm. I can see why people fall into that shit, but I have always really rallied against it. Yeah. And I I just don't fuck with that. That is, if I want to message someone, I'm going to message them. And if you can't deal with that, it's never going to work. So Yeah.
2: Good. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) But then
1: Charlotte's, Charlotte's thread, and and Charlotte doesn't really have an awful lot to do this week. Or does she? And am I forgetting? No,
2: she doesn't. I was just thinking that. Charlotte yeah. and... Um, yeah, I mean, Carrie's very much the main character this week, isn't she?
1: Yeah. Um, what does Samantha... What does... Oh, well, we'll come to Samantha. She has a slightly weak C-plot. Yeah. Um, Charlotte doesn't have a lot to do, but she weirdly advocates for playing games in a very kind of like, oh, well, I suppose somebody should...
2: She kind of is that girl, though, isn't she? Like The rules girl. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that back when I was dating, I subscribed to it slightly, very slightly. I would never, like... Instantly reply to someone But I wouldn't like Leave it for days I would just make sure That I didn't instantly reply
1: Oh you see Yeah uh, <laughs> I did I did I was like You know
2: No that's better though That's good Because I was I was fueling the fire I was subscribing I was playing I was um What's the word Buying into all of it By doing that
1: Because I mean It's difficult isn't it Because I suppose You're left with two choices When somebody's doing that Are they just not that into you Or are they playing a game mm, yeah. <laughs> Neither Neither of which Are very good options I don't, I don't want to be With either of those people yeah and i must admit that my longest lasting relationships were all with guys who didn't do shit like that mm. and i remember a guy that i was very very in love with a long long time ago a guy called luke if you're listening hello um you know and i remember really on he was just like oh i'm not into that he was and we'd, we had our first day and then he was like i want to come around tonight and i was like you know this is the rules would say that that's a faux pas. Yeah. But, you know, he was, he had a pleasing puppy-like enthusiasm that was lovely. Um, <laughs>
2: Luke. Luke's yeah, a nice name as well.
1: Luke was a lovely boy. And as far as I know, he's still very happy with his partner that oh. he ended up with. So he's fine. He's fine. He's oh. sorted. His story was resolved. <laughs> um in terms of Miranda and Samantha, Miranda <laughs> is playing a game.
2: I love this so oh, much.
1: Bless her little <laughs> cotton socks.
2: Dun, She's dun, been... dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: She's playing peekaboo with the neighbor who lives opposite
2: in a red kimono. Uh,
1: yeah, in some yeah, which don't know what that's about. Yeah, she's she's kind of entered into <coughs> a strange window-based flirtation with one of her neighbors. Yeah. and right from the first time it happens, you know exactly where it's headed <laughs> because heterosexual men don't have bodies like that.
2: Yeah, and also don't wear those, don't wear towels that low slung around their waists either. No, um, but yeah. So then it turns out yeah she's flashing this guy back and forth and he's flashing her back and forth across the fire escape and then she bumps into him in the supermarket and it turns out he's gay and he's like unnecessarily mean to her
1: yeah he's a mean gay he's like he's like like really brutal oh you're a woman
2: talking to
1: me why why are you even looking at me
2: oh you live above that guy i've been
1: (laughs) yeah he's a clapham gay
2: oh totally 100% (laughs) 100%. 100%.
1: Choke. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? I've got the hysterics, I've got the hiccups <laughs> and I'm choking. <laughs> I'm a mess. So yeah, so she, she's playing peekaboo. It's very sweet and we f- we feel sad for Miranda. And yeah. Samantha embarks on a relationship with a man who is very competitive, I guess. Or he's very into sports.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Some of the interaction between them very much reminded me of me and Chris.
1: I was just about to ask. <laughs> what, what What is your relationship like when Arsenal are on a losing streak, Dylan? Please um, tell us. So
2: it it does get quite... Um, it does affect the, the rest of the evening, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's literally the same storyline. That storyline has happened to me in real life.
1: <laughs> oh no, do you not get laid if they don't win?
2: Well... Well, I won't divulge that. It's it's actually it's actually not that extreme, but um, good. I'm glad things aren't as fun. <laughs> And they've had a bad season as well.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, all spot has having a bad season. There is no spot. Oh, so. yeah. Well,
2: of course. But yeah, like last mm. year's, the la- their, their most recent season was not a good one. But um, I love Samantha's kind of like optimism <laughs> and like excitement. <laughs> and then she's just so defeated when he like moves to like, is it from like basketball to baseball or something? Something. And she's just, like, I do no, fuck this,
1: I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Thank (laughs) you, goodbye. Um, And then also, slightly worrying, I don't know if you picked up on this, that the guy, he has two concerns. It was the New York Knicks and keeping down the price of foreign workers. I know, I... What? Like What, so like slaves? Like like slave labour? What an intro. I
2: also love that like every guy that any of them meet has to do something kind of eccentric. Like it's always like Brad was a um, strategist, uh, blah, blah, blah. Or like th- Thingy worked for The Economist. Or like they all do these like mad kind of Jobs that are kind of slightly linked to fashion and media. Um, oh, well,
1: that's true that's true of London. Yeah, so that's true. I was amazed at how often when you are dating in London, you end up dating people who work in politics, which doesn't happen anywhere else in the country, I yeah. would hazard.
2: Surprisingly common politics, um yeah, a lot of a lot of um queer politics people in London. Also like fashion and music constantly.
1: It's mm-hmm. um, and- people, people who work in TV Yeah Like I never I never dated anybody In fact and since I've left London I've not dated anybody else Who's worked in TV Although I suppose I now I'm a person Who works in TV And I don't live in London mm. Yeah Interesting Yeah
2: Well Yeah nothing for Charlotte um, Good line from Samantha You can't swing a Fendi purse Without knocking over Five losers
1: <laughs> mm. And then they go to a spot I wonder My question is What were they doing In a sports bar In the first place
2: Well it's weird I mean it's obviously A hook for the story Because like they seem mm. confused they, they all walk in and look surprised but it's You're like, like
1: well, how are we here well well, you went there <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly that's yeah. how you got there
2: <laughs> yeah true yeah a nice episode I'm not, sure
1: there's an, yeah, I'm not sure there's an awful lot else to say on this episode <laughs> I, I wonder if this episode is notable <clears throat> for Bon Jovi and that's perhaps why we remember it because the whole thing is kind of building up to that punchline which is I after I have sex with women, I lose all interest in them. Why do you the there to see her? I choose <clears throat> the wrong man. Yeah, and and so it's like a twenty-five minute episode for that one line. Yeah, almost. But maybe she needs that. It's a rebound, and it's funny she never mentions the word rebound. But I think it's really important that she she has one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And if that rebound has to be John Bon Jovi, then...
1: Well, (laughs) if you have to rebound, like an 80s rock star, you might as well. Do you think he's cute? I think he's cute. Do you know, at the time, I remember thinking, yes, he is cute. And do you know why? It's because he has good arms.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: He always... And he was, I think, in one of the pop videos, in one of the Bon Jovi pop videos, he did have really sexy arms and wore, like, a white vest. Mm-hmm. And I thought, gosh, he's quite sexy, but he's really short <laughs> in real life—like uh. really short. So I don't think that's not not my bag.
2: Um, right. Well, next week, um, yeah. Well,
1: what, what what are we watching next week, Dylan? It is. Ah, oh, the fuck, buddy. Oh yeah, mm. and it's got um. It's Dennis from from Thirty
2: Rock. Thirty yeah. Rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, he's so gross. I love him.
1: Yeah, and he's <clears throat> he actually. I think he's quite lovely in the fuck, buddy. But we'll, we will discuss him more. Yeah next week yeah. Um, we do, we've had some lovely feedback tell us about the lovely feedback we've had on our iTunes
2: oh yeah here we go as an SATC fanatic this podcast couldn't have come at a better time as my boyfriend and I had started to rewatch the whole series this year and it's a perfect dis- distraction and a form of entertainment as well as provoking thoughts as a trans woman myself I particularly love Trans Corner and also all the critical bits Gino and Dylan have been throwing into the show and that's from Just Arez we should bring tran- We haven't had Trans Corner For a few weeks
1: No We need to We need to bring back Trans Corner yeah. Bing bong bing Yeah Fab um, Until next week You can follow us Well number one Please do Leave reviews On our iTunes Yeah Because actually They help With algorithms And stuff um, It's not just For our egos But um, and you can of course follow us at S-I-G-T-T podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe as well. We yeah. do love a subscriber. Yes. Yeah. Until then, I've been Juna Dawson. And
2: I've been Dylan B. Jones.
1: And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.